buying and selling real estate, it can be a tough business to navigate. Sounds like you need some friends in the know. For instance, two longtime Twin Ports real estate professionals who know the ins and outs of the market. This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAM. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show right here on KDAL 610 AM. We're here every Saturday from 12 to 1. Today we have an abbreviated show because the uh, twins are on at uh, 110, so we you have us for 30 minutes. we got a special guest today, and uh, you know, it was a slow week, and uh, we needed somebody there, and it was cheap, and uh, so we we got this guy in here, and uh, Mr. Greg Fulmer from Greg Fulmer uh, Commercial Real Estate is going to be joining us, but uh, I want to start off and, and just talk a little bit about the um, the uh, residential mortgage interest rates because they've they've come down. They're actually under three percent right now. You can get a thirty year fixed uh, conventional mortgage rate uh, for two point nine nine percent, and you can get a twenty year for two point one two five. So in the last week, the, the, they've really bumped down. Your FHA and VA loans are staying over 3%. The FHA is running at 3.25%, and the VA is running at 3.125. So they're a little bit more expensive, but uh, definitely great interest rates uh, going, and uh, maybe that will help stimulate the market. I think the market has slowed down a little bit, and so we'll see what happens. But uh, in any event, we like I said, we've got an abbreviated show, and we've got uh, Mr. Greg Fulmer with us today, and we're going to talk a little bit about... Central, the Central High Schools, both of them, the old one and the new one. We want an update, man. And how are you doing, Greg? Welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Appreciate you coming on. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I just want to know where I submit my W-2 to collect my, <laughs> collect my. Uh, what are they called? Uh, Paste up? or uh, No, no, no. Sti- stipend? 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 Yeah, I'm going to need a little something to be on this show with you. The uh, So update on those schools. Yeah, great. Um, things are going very well. We're very happy. We've been doing a lot of work to try and relocate all of the people out of the historic building. We have four programs in there, which I only knew about three initially. The administrative component, and we are locating them. We've signed a lease with them. We're put, placing them up in the former UH United Health Group building on Rice Lake Road for a temporary lease until their new construction occurs on top of the hill at the back of the former Central High School site on top of the hill. Then we are working on a deal for the Area Learning Center, which will be is intended right now to go up on Central Entrance um, at the former radio uh, station building up there. And then we are working on a deal for the Adult Basic Education Group, um, which is going to stay in downtown Duluth, close to the population that they'd like to serve and close to the areas they'd like to get them into for after they're out of that program uh, into some of the other downtown programs uh, that would be a graduation from that. Um, So we've got that going on. The historic building is uh, currently scheduled to close sometime in October. Wait, 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 wait. I thought they they had a diligence period. It sounds to me like you're getting people out of there. And I thought they had a diligence period that ended at the end of this month, July. Uh, but it sounds like to me like this is a pretty well done deal. Is that correct? So here was our problem. We could never have met the time frames to get our to get the historic uh, to get everyone out of the historic building. So we 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 got into a, a contract that allowed for due diligence because of their working on TIF district historic tax credits. Um, and other planning r- related to their development. So there's still definitely um, due diligence period left. But the fact was that building just wasn't suitable for the district or the, or the programs in it anymore. So once we put that deal together, 
we started planning to move them anyway. We didn't really care. We were just going to move them out of there because they were not going to spend $50, $60 million just to put a roof, new mechanicals on that building and not address new programs. Instead, we made a better decision to move them on top of the hill at $33 million, build the new facilities that they wanted, take care of transportation, get these programs into downtown space that makes more sense to them or on central entrance, and really resolve a lot of issues for them. And then, hey, if that building doesn't close on that sale, it's okay. We had four offers when we sold it. So we'll just go to the next guy. So you're saying it is scheduled to close, though. So well, we I don't mean, have a scheduled closing got... date, but our in- the intended closing is in mid-October. Mid-October. Yeah. Okay. And so they still have the opportunity to walk away from this thing? Yeah. But give us your sense. It's 50-50 that this thing is going to close with these particular buyers? Oh, my, my sense is 90, 95. 95.5. These guys are dedicated. They're spending a ton of money on planning. They're, they've got all kinds of work um, that, that is unseen yet. Um, you know, it's just a bizarre number. Um, they've probably got, you know, who knows, $250,000, $300,000 into just studying what they're going to do and planning what they're doing, working with the city and engineering and all kinds of stuff. So, so they, yeah. get, they get this building, they buy it. When do they start construction and how, how long do they anticipate whatever it is they're going to do there? I'm assuming it's going to be apartments. Any idea what their timeline is for construction? Uh, I don't know how long it will take them to finish, but I think that part of the um, reason we wanted to get the district um, programs out of there as fast as we could um, was because they can't let us linger too long once they have their TIF district in place and and their historic tax credits. They need to start um, taking care of that that the debt on that money and they have to start being productive with it right away. So I think they're intending to start on it as soon as those things, as soon as they close, they're going to start working and they don't really want the district in there lingering around while they're going to be in there with engineers and construction people, um, you know, that are just going to be prodding at the building, trying to figure out how they're going to do the development in there. And it is going to be apartments. Yeah. Now they posted the uh, sale price of this, a couple months back, I think there was some pressure on the school district to release the numbers, and I think it was yeah. three three million, three million yeah. right there uh, that these people are yeah. putting in. Um, any idea of the overall cost of this thing by the time they're done and these apartments are ready to be rented? I I don't know. I thought I heard a number, and I'm I'm just talking off the cuff, and I don't know the actual number, but I think they were going to blow about forty fifty million dollars, forty forty some million dollars by the time they're all done. That's what I recall, and I'm I'm not positive without. I read it in an article too. So, interesting stuff. I mean, this is a beautiful structure. You know, everybody that's familiar with the old central building understands the history of this place. And every time I go downtown, I look at this thing and the clock tower, and I'm really happy to see this going and what the reuse of this is going to be. And uh, I've got to believe it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, the group is known. It's the Saturday Property Group. There. They have connections to the Northland uh, or to, to the Duluth area, and but they've done their primary um, work in Minneapolis, uh, in, in, in and around Minneapolis. But the work that they've done there is on historic properties. They've other, done other deals with school districts. Um, so they just rose to the top, and they offered more than anyone else. So um, uh, they are also intended to be the buyer on the stuff on top of the hill too. So for us... It was it was a, a prime opportunity to get uh, two birds with one stone with these guys, and uh, they had the quality to to be able to look like, like they would be the performance group. So you're telling me that they're if we can can transition up to the the uh, old, the new central up on yeah. the hill that they're also going to have an interest in purchasing that building. They already have a purchase agreement we're working on. It's 
basically done, but we're still going through the very, very final details of it. But yeah, they're the intended purchaser for the property on top of the hill. I heard, uh, I read an article, correct me if I'm wrong, Yeah, that they were going to tear that existing school building down. Uh, unless the Saturday property group comes up with a need, there is a timeline and that's part of a, a an agreement that I can't disclose, but there are timelines that address the removal of that school. And part of it has to do with the city's interest in not letting it linger. We also, as the district, uh, as, as I represent them, they we didn't want that building to be there um, and be hindering some of the development that's going to go on for the district. Um, so there were a number of reasons that we've addressed it financially and timeline-wise with uh, re- within the requirements of the city. And, and but if if Saturday property uh, comes up with a user for it that wants to reuse part of it, part of it or all of it, we're definitely open to it up to, up to a certain point. So the but the the district is now moving up there though, right? On they top of the they hill? will yes, uh, they will for the admin, and they'll be resolving the transportation. Uh, a property out west for the buses and stuff. Where are they going to house themselves? Is it going to be in the old uh, uh, Votech or whatever, that secondary no, learning no, building, no, or is it no. going to be in the main structure? So the main school building is more than likely going to be torn down. That's it. Just I think that's really what's going to end up happening. And the district, so they wouldn't have to go out and buy new land We and, and pay more for it than what we already had, decided to take the least valuable land in the back, which will be building a transportation center and the administrative component and facilities management team will be back there and then the prime view shed stuff will go to saturday property group hopefully so they're going to build a whole new structure off the back of that building off the old hockey rink they're not going to they're not going to use no i see you wouldn't know that (laughs) because you didn't go there (laughs) you know why it's really windy up there (laughs) in the winter it's got to (laughs) suck Folks, we got to take a um, quick break here on the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Uh, you're tuned in to uh, the Twin Ports Real Estate Show right here on KDL 610 AM. And we're talking with Greg Fulmer of Greg Fulmer Commercial Real Estate. And um, we'll be right back with our second segment to fi- find out what's going on in that commercial real estate market. Welcome back, everybody, to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show right here on KDL 610 AM, Saturday afternoon. Jim Ronnie, Gary Callagher here every Saturday from 12 to 1. We have an abbreviated show today. We have a special guest, Mr. Greg Fulmer of Greg Fulmer Commercial Real Estate. Greg's really, you know, for you people that don't know Greg, I've known Greg for almost 30 years. And uh, he's always been involved in commercial real estate. And he's really kind of, I think, the go-to guy in the city of Duluth when it comes to commercial real estate. So um, we always appreciate him coming on the show and uh, giving a us his insight into what's going on in the real estate. We've been talking about the uh, the central buildings, the old historic building, and then the new one, uh, the new central building up on the hill, and what's going on with that. So, where is the school district going to house themselves if they're moving out? Where are they going to be? Is there going to be a temporary place that they're going to be housed? Yeah, the administrative group, which is going to need to occupy about twenty thousand square feet. Um, we did a deal not so long ago to reduce the square footage needs for the United Health Group building and the building that they were in on Rice Lake Road. That left about 60,000 square feet up there. And so we were lucky enough to put together a deal also to house them there for two years, maybe a little longer if needed, but a two-year deal where they'll be in beautiful office space up there with great parking. And then once their new construction is built on top of the hill, which they had um, got awarded funding for, 
uh, I think it was back in early this year, and they will then have new construction to move into on top of the hill. Interesting. This has been a long haul for you, Greg. You've been at this with these uh, two buildings for, I don't know, two, three, four years? I've been working on this for three years. I get labeled with the, as the guy that's been working on them for 11 years or the fact that these buildings have been there and not sold for 11 years. And I can just tell you that since we've worked on the stuff for ISD 709, we've sold the, the parcels up by Hartley. We sold the former Nettleton School. I, I think there was some other little property that we sold for them. I just can't think of it right at this moment. But we've also have accomplished selling the historic building, which we haven't closed yet. So, um, so I can't say that yet, but ultimately we're going to have closed on all of those properties within the three year work that we've done for them. And yeah, it's a long haul and it's tedious and there's a lot of people involved. So yeah, it's, it's a fun piece of work and I have a good group to work with though. Yeah. Well, you've done a good job on it and uh, to see these things come to fruition and close, uh, be well-deserved for you. So congrats on that when all that happens. So, um, let's, let's transition a little bit into the commercial real estate market and, and, uh, you know, we had the pandemic and uh, a lot of stuff uh, just wasn't going on. What's hot in the uh, commercial real estate market? Are, are sales happening or leases happening? What's what's hot? And, and what part of the city seems to be hot? Yeah, of course, there was initial shock, right, during the pandemic. And everyone thought, okay, I got to be prepared to maybe not make it here on, you know, I got to, you know, Hang All on these to restaurants hold and money everything. and yeah, yeah, restaurants. Everybody was in shock. Were in shock, and so, but reality hit, and people found different ways to do business, and they made it. And what what, what really worked for us was the low low uh, interest rates. Money is basically you know just as loose as I've ever seen it. It's you know it's almost it's just, may as well be free. You quoted some rates there earlier that are just bizarre. You know that's just free money. And so that's causing the market to go very well. But reality is there's an underserved market here related to housing, as you've seen in the real estate, in the residential real estate industry, but also in apartment development, where this is a trend. Um, um, and so we did a lot of deals for, again, like the central, central historic building. We've got 20 acres on Arrowhead Road that we sold to a development that's going to go on pretty soon. Um, but we've had a number of deals like that. We've got half a dozen buildings in downtown Duluth under contract to be sold, and they're, most of them are going to go to apartment redevelopment of downtown buildings. Are we getting too many apartments in town? I don't think so. First well, of all, it takes a be- long time for them to come on market, and we've been underserved in this market for a long time. Not to mention, half the people that you're dealing with are sitting on the fence waiting for a new home, and they can't find them. But those people that are sitting in those homes don't want to move out because they don't have anywhere to go. And reality is some of them are older and people, and they'd like to get into an apartment, but there just aren't enough out there for them. One of the last uh, things we talked about when you were here previously was there was supposed to be an apartment complex going up behind uh, uh, the old Wendy's where the Burger King is on London yeah. Road. Haven't seen or heard anything. That deal that tanked. Thing. That deal tanked. Yeah. And I know one of the guys that was in it, uh, you know, Launch Properties was a guy that used to work with them was going to be in it. and. They just, Why did uh, that tank? I mean, any I, insight I into think it? that I think they just couldn't make the numbers work. Um, they weren't able to do that. I think they wanted to try and pursue and purchase the thing that turned the, the former Wendy's and someone else had bought it to do the Burger King, and then I think they couldn't acquire that, and that would have made some sense, and so they walked away. Have you uh, noticed the uh, Andy building? And they uh, tore I, some of the siding off that Andy building on there. Did you have any insight? <laughs> I, I've been by I there a number I of times. I don't have much insight except for rumors, but... 
it seems like they tear the siding off of that thing every summer. <laughs> so, but, but I went by there, and it looked like there was mold in there. I mean, it looked I, like there was... That. I have to believe that they're having issues with Lake Superior hitting that building hard from that side, because obviously they're just working on the lake side of it, where the wind just murders it. Well, they're putting brick up now. And it's, Yes, and now they're putting brick paneling up there, and they probably put new... You know, a vapor barrier under it and the whole shot. And so, yeah, I'm assuming they've got some water issues there or some weather issues, but they've been working on it every every summer since it's been built almost. <laughs> Leasing, Greg, how is the, uh, what are the occupancy levels or vacancy rates or whatever you want to call them sure. uh, for office space downtown Duluth, yeah. West Duluth? What are some of the, the hotter areas going on right now? The hot areas, I'll address specifically, the hot areas where we are now, Lake Avenue, to Fitgers or any Lake Avenue East. I don't care what you, where you go, but uh, the hospital development is causing basically a bit of a gravity. It, it creates its own gravity. People, other tenants, other medical tenants that will do business with them want to be in this area. Other retailers are moving closer to this area. So the hot area really is Lake Avenue around this hospital development. Unfortunately, West Downtown is not as is not as hot. When right you now. say west downtown, Lake, west of west Lake, of Lake Avenue. Avenue, yep, yep. That there are two downtowns. There is east of Lake Avenue, and there's west of Lake Avenue, and then I guess there's really three Canal Park, but that's basically a tourism district. So then, other hot areas, obviously Lincoln Park, and there's still room to grow out there. There's still old buildings that can be de- dealt with out there. There's still room to go west out there. Um, they have some parking issues, but they're working on it. Um, housing developments are going on out there as well. Um, the Seaway Hotel, the old Seaway Hotel. Yeah, I think that HRA is going to tear that down, isn't it? Is that a good thing? I think it is a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't know that I believe in HRA getting into private development, and I don't know who they're bringing in. Hopefully they're bringing in a private developer to work with. I just don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it is a good thing to, to renovate that building or tear it down, put something new up. For sure it's a good idea. Greg, we got a little over a minute left. If people are interested in commercial real estate, listing their properties, leasing their properties, or just maybe want to get into the business, how do they uh, get a hold of you? Uh, they get a hold of me at my website, gregfulmer.com, G-R-E-G-F-O-L-L-M-E-R.com, or my office at 218-310-0013. How much time do you have left? we got about uh, 40 seconds. One of the best markets right now and that will be in the future is warehouse, logistics, industrial, distribution, warehouse, because you're seeing people have grown through the pandemic to understand buying online, even old people now. And so that market, everything is all different there. That's the hot market, and we don't have enough built there. So you'll see more new construction on that. Greg, this has been a short uh, show here and we appreciate you coming in and we hope you'll come back and give us an update we, you know we'll be watching these central buildings when they close you know give us an update on how everything's going but uh just want to thank you yeah yeah uh, well, we'll coming see on. how the royalties come in and then we'll go <laughs> <laughs> kbal 